Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. I'm here with Clint. What's going on? And Grant. Hey, everybody. Hey, we're excited to be here with you, and we are sitting at least, I mean, this is more than six feet. It's like 10. It's this is like 10, 10 feet yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely 10 feet. It's an additional four feet. Yeah, you guys yeah. stay over there. So we are coming to you today in the middle of this corona crisis with a podcast that's hopefully timely for you. We're going to be talking about uh, the mind today. We're going to be talking about how we can stay positive in the middle of a circumstance that really doesn't seem to be positive at all. So we're going to start off by uh, talking about maybe just maybe just putting this out there that if you are going to be positive, it's going to require you to take some control over your heart and over your mind. That's right. Yeah, I think you know sometimes there are people who uh, maybe their personality lends them to be a more positive person. Maybe I wonder who that would be. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> maybe there's other people who who their their personality lends to be. A do negative you ever thing? get down? Let's just I mean let's, let's do a little interview here. Like, do you Ooh. ever get like? It's <laughs> a great question. Like, I mean, really, because everybody knows that you're like one of the Funniest people in the world. I, I don't. I don't like to deal with uh, my negative feelings. So let me just uh, let me just deflect uh, real quick and ask you guys. You guys playing right, video right, games? Right. Wait, you gonna play video games later? Right. Uh, no. So yeah, my personality absolutely lends itself to be be pretty positive. I'm a pretty positive individual. Right. Uh, I used to think that was just, and, and it probably is like part of it's just absolute arrogance. Like I think things are gonna work out. No, like, we don't. I'll, I'll we don't see out. you as that. We just see it superficial. I'll, <laughs> I'll figure this out. This will work out. Right. But there are other people in the world uh, that are not like me, and and maybe your personality it lends you to be negative. And right. you and, and here's the thing, you might think that well, I'm just a negative person, so I just got to live with these negative thoughts, and that's just who I am. And and it might be it might be an excuse to just kind of lean into that. And in the same way, you might think that as someone who is naturally more positive that when those negative thoughts hit or or when you have the opportunity to be discouraged, um, you think, well, hey, my positivity wore off. I don't know what to right. do about it. And what we're right. saying and what you're saying, Pastor Mike, is that it's a choice. We we have to take control over our thoughts. That's right. um, and it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter if you are a natural, uh, I'm just looking for the next good time, or if you are the natural, like, what was that? You know what I mean? Like if you are <laughs> yeah, the yeah. looking for something wrong. Exactly. If you got right. your head on swivel, it it's doesn't matter. ER, right? It doesn't matter. The the point is the the absolute point is that we can take control over our thoughts. I guess we want to say that personality really does play a huge part in this. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that our personalities, like you just said, you're more wired to be kind of happy go lucky. You see the positive side of things. Sure. You know, you see the humor in every moment, and I think that's wonderful. Um, every, every person, <laughs> every personality has both a positive to it and a negative to it. Right. I haven't found my negative, but, uh, I'm going <laughs> to well, take your word for hang it. Hang around. We'll tell you. Afterwards. <laughs> right, thanks. Let it be known. <laughs> Let it be known to the world. No, really everybody has a positive side of their personality and, and one that's not so positive or not so helpful. So I think we do have to direct our minds. We can't just passively say, well, this is just who I am. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's encouraging, though, because it means that you, even if you're an Enneagram 6 or an Enneagram 4 or you're phlegmatic or melancholy or whatever those things are, you know, there, there's hope for you and that you can steer the course of being positive in Christ. I was just talking to somebody who has a, a husband who's an Enneagram 6, and she said during this time she expected her husband to just drop off and to be super negative all the time. And instead, he's been walking in the Spirit, and he's been incredibly positive, which has shocked her, which has been really cool. So wherever you are, the the encouragement is, is that you can be positive even in the midst of this. You want to drop their name real quick? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Put them on Grant Nixon. It was, uh, you're talking to Kelly? Talking about Mike? <laughs> That's right. So how do we how do we direct our minds in that way? How do we get out of the frame of mind that says this is just who I am and these are just the circumstances? Because sometimes we can actually take the circumstances around us and say, no, no, no this I'm just telling the truth. But you can look at this. Two people can look at the same set of circumstances, and both of them see quote the truth of the facts, but interpret those two different sets of facts very differently. Mm. You know, in other words, somebody could see the ship is sinking. Somebody could say, well, the ship's not sunk. You know, yeah, exactly. they're looking at the same kind of circumstances, but they're seeing a completely different perspective. And a lot of that's a choice that we make. A lot of that's just figuring out first and foremost. You know, we were talking beforehand, Grant, and you were saying that um, sometimes it's not easy for us to see our own brokenness and see our own patterns of thinking that may be dysfunctional. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was what I was sharing with you guys earlier was that um, part of part of me being a naturally positive person is I don't like my negative feelings, and in right. fact, I like run away from those negative feelings quite a bit. Sure. I don't have a problem as a pastor. I don't have a problem dealing with your negative feelings right. all day. You those know what yours. I'm saying? Like, yeah. like yeah, they're your they're your negative feelings. Yeah. <laughs> let me see if let me see if there's any way I can help. Let me see if there's any way that that hopefully we can we can turn these negative feelings into positive feelings in some way and give you some sort of hope. That's fantastic. But right. my own, absolutely not. And so I was sharing earlier with the guys that that sometimes I'll get to the end of the day and I have just bitten my kid's head off and I've mm. been rude to Angela and I have, um, of course, none of this really happened. This is for a podcast. This is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical. <laughs> it's, it's like, like a, a parable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> It's for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for you guys. You're welcome. So uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get to the end of that day and then I will realize that there's a, I'll, I'll look back and I'll be introspective and I'll realize there's been a a pattern of thinking that I've just let happen throughout the day, right? And it's kind of almost like a snowball effect where uh, I start off the day um, not being grateful, not being thankful, not looking towards uh, the things of God and, and the gifts that he's given me. And instead, I look at the things I don't have, and I wake up and I go, I didn't get enough sleep. Or I wake up and I go, I don't have enough time to get where I'm trying to go on on time anymore, right. which is not a problem right now, by the way. I'm just getting to my living room every day. <laughs> I'm on time more than I've ever been in my life. Uh, but, I can vouch for that. But I, but. <laughs> But again, like I've, I, I, it just like snowballs, and and every interaction gets more and more negative. And so for me, I have to, I have to see those moments, um, and as as red flags, and then I need to reevaluate and go: Have I let my thinking get out of control? Have I let this negative thinking get out of control? Um, and and I'll tell you, for me, uh, the the best way to remedy that is at the start of the day. Yeah. Like I have mm. to set the course of my day. Um, and that's part of what we're talking gratitude. about when we're yeah. saying you've got to direct your thoughts, right? Yeah. Because right. one of the worst things that you can do both as a Christian and just as a person is to just let your mind be filled with whatever the culture wants to fill it with. And right. of course, right now we're filling our minds with fear and worry. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about the very, very specific way in which this virus 
is harming people and even killing some people. And they were walking it through medical. Now, now mind you, this is not a medical person, but they were walking me through how this person, how this virus takes a person's life. And I asked them, I said, you know, like, why do you know that? Right. You know, why, like, why, I, like right. I'm listening to all the news, you know, online and I'm reading And they don't online. work in the medical. They don't work in the medical field or They anything. work at like Best Buy or something. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, I'm like, why do you know this? And they're like, well, because I want to read about it. And I'm like, that's not helpful for you because you're taking that information and then you're turning it against yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have this. This is what's going to happen. This is the progress that I'm going to make as soon as I yeah. get the sickness. When the reality is, I just heard a study uh, that came out just yesterday or the day before. And it said that COVID is a, about half as deadly as they thought it was before. Yeah. Um, and I think we might even find out that it's even less deadly than that. But when our minds are just being poisoned and filled with all the information that we fear, we take that information and then we use it as a platform to say, here's what's going to happen to me. Mm. And I think a big piece of what the Bible tells us is that our, our minds are supposed to be fixed on things that are good and beautiful not on all of the fears and the worries around us. Otherwise, they take over. Which yeah. is not about sticking your head in the sand. No, it's not. Because no. it sounds no. like it sounds like it is. It sounds like, well, don't just don't read those things. No, right. no. It's it's what is helpful. What's going to build you up in that moment. And so, so do you need to know that that COVID is going around? Hundred percent. Right. Does this person that you're talking to do they need to know that they're supposed to be staying at home? Yeah, they need to know yeah. that. Yeah. They need to know six feet. They need to right. know all that, right? Right. But then, do they need to know? You know, the third phase of this is whatever. No, at that point, they're reading. They're reading into these things. They're allowing this information to get in their mind, and it's tearing. Them down. That's right. It's not leading them to. It's to not this, building them up. This, no, right. not at all. It's, in not fact, all. it's just it's destroyed. It's poison. Yeah. yeah. To your to your uh, point, Grant, I think it's knowing yourself and knowing what you can take as well and what you can't take. Like for instance, my wife in this season, she is not watching the news during the day, and so she'll mm-hmm. have a checkpoint at the end of the day where she kind of looks at the highlights of what's taking place, but she doesn't watch it. She doesn't follow it. She's not streaming it all the time That's and going, smart. "What's going on? What's this?" That's smart. And the reason is is because she doesn't want to fill her mind with things that will create fear in her lives. And so I think you know, just knowing yourself and knowing what you can and can't handle is is in, invaluable in this time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it also makes me think too that sometimes though, imagine imagine that person you just talked to, Pastor Mike, who, whoever that was. Um, let's call them Bill. So let's uh, let's imagine you're talking to Bill. I don't know. What if his name was Bill and I just nailed it? And they're like, man, I feel so called Bill's out like, right now. You just outed me. I can't believe it. Uh, so uh, Bill from Best Buy. Bill from Best Buy. Uh, so imagine imagine he goes home and imagine his wife is not doing what Gina's doing. Not not thinking through. Hey, what's helpful for me to know? What if she is also jumping over, you know, into everything COVID mm. and she, and so they have this, this negative thing and they don't even realize that they're in this bubble. I think Pastor Mike, one of the things you just showed as you spoke to them, the, another thing that's so important for us to identify this negative thinking is uh, we need community. Yep, we right. need people to identify these negative patterns of thoughts and these negative, these negative like words coming out. Cause sometimes we don't even know we're being negative. Yeah, like sorry. that guy didn't know. Nope. Like old, old Billy Bob from Best Buy. He just Buy. thought he was, he thought he was stating facts. He said, I'm, I'm keeping up with the news. That's responsible. I'm just stating facts. That's responsible. Right. He couldn't even see what was happening no. until you from the outside were able to say, Hey brother, listen, like you're actually not speaking life right now. You're actually poisoning yourself and, yep. and right. maybe you're harming your family at yep. the same time, just walking around 
worried all the time. Absolutely. You know, one of the big things that's important for us is to realize that we're not going to see these things in ourselves. Sometimes the way that we think can only be clearly seen by somebody else because it's almost like a fish in water. They don't really recognize the water Mm. because they're immersed in it. So we're immersed in our thoughts all the time. And therefore we don't really think about the way that we think. So other people can see it much more clearly. Um, one of the things that I love to make the distinction between is criticism and critique, mm. because I think those two things are very different. One builds up, one tears down at grace. I mean this, and you guys know this cause you're on staff, but this is like one of our behind the scenes thought processes. We don't really do a lot of criticism. We do a lot of sarcasm, but <laughs> right. uh, we don't do, we don't <laughs> do a lot of, but that's out of love, but it's that's out of, our love. Most of the so. time it is. <laughs> most yeah, of the time yeah. it is. And, uh, so, but critique is super important. In fact, if you don't have somebody or even a group of people in your life that have the permission to speak critique into your life, you're never going to get better. That's right. Your, your thought process will continue to cycle around the cul-de-sacs of brokenness that we live in. Whereas I think if you are a person that was my who, favorite uh, ska band album uh, when I was growing up, the cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac of, of brokenness. brokenness. <laughs> ska band. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so, you know, if you, but, but have people in your life that are, uh, critical of you does no good whatsoever. In fact, that's a right. continuation of the like poisoning of our mind. You know, you're not going to feel better. You're going to feel worse. You're going to feel less equipped. You're not going to feel strong. You're going to feel weak. So put people around you right now that are people who are willing to tell you God's truth, mm-hmm. you know, the goodness of being in a relationship with God. And then somebody who's willing to say, Hey, maybe you need to course correct on some of the ways in which you're thinking. That's really helpful. Yeah. Super yeah. helpful. I mean, who do you need to reach out to? Who needs to reach out to you? Uh, Hebrews ten twenty five says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together on Skype or Zoom <laughs> or wherever, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, 100%, we need to be encouraging one another and even asking, who should I be investing in to remind them of the hope that we have of the gospel and of just encouraging words in this season? You know, it makes, it makes you think about all of us are, um, for the most part, we're at home, right? Um, except for getting to record this podcast, which has now become one of the things our I look favorite things to, to do in the entire world. Get out, man. It's, it's over. We got I'm like, three people, wanna, people in this room. We do something else. Yeah. You guys want to hang out, play some board games? <laughs> but you know, it, it makes you think about what's our responsibility to our families at home. What's our responsibilities to our roommates that we're around all the time? Yep. Um, you know, when we think about that, you know, Philippians talks about us um, doing everything without grumbling um, and without complaining. And man, there's so much to grumble and complain about right now. But the reality is, is that we, when we do that, it's not just about us. Like it's not just about continuing to to breed more negative thoughts in ourselves. It breeds negative thoughts and attitudes around us. And and we realize Absolutely. that the people in our lives, they are whether they will say it or admit it or not, they are looking at us. They're looking at the people around them as kind of the what's the thermometer it's, it's here? A, yeah, it's like a, it's a barometer of health. You know, yeah, like, exactly. are you scared? I should be scared. Exactly. If you're not scared, I shouldn't be scared. So I think about my responsibility to my kids and to my wife, to the people I'm around all the time, um, that I should do everything, as Philippians says, I should do everything without grumbling, That's without right. complaining. Um, and as I do that, not only does it help protect uh, the the positive attitude that that I can have, but it also starts to influence them and not just so that we walk around and man, we're a positive family. Instead, right. it points them back to God. That's right. Like it points them to a place of hope. Right. Yeah. Which I think is a really important part of kind of the dialogue that we're having right now. I mean, it, it feels like, it feels like right now, so many people are dialed into the panic, the fear, the worry mm-hmm. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. 
And then you'll see people even online who will say, you know, positive thinking is a, is a big cure for this. And I just want to push back and go, no, 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 that's actually not true. Even though we're talking about positive thinking right now, positive thinking has to be rooted in something that's more right. That's right. than just our opinions about what's happening in the world right now. Yeah. That's right. And so as Christians, the, the reason why we can be positive is not because we believe in positive thinking. The reason we can be positive is because of the gospel. That's right. Because of the hope that we have through Jesus Christ of one day being resurrected and living with him forever and ever and ever. That's right. You know, the popular phrase that runs around grace at all of our campuses is good is ahead. And the idea behind that basically is that not that every single moment from this point on, there's something going to be, you know, wonderful and great and, and, and crazy, wonderful and good in your life. But what it means basically is that one day we're going to be healed by Jesus. Jesus said, I didn't come for the, the well, I came for the sick, right? right? So one day he's going to heal us. He's going to take sin from us. We're going to be restored. We're going to be renewed. All the stain and brokenness of this life will fade away into the background and we'll live most of our life in absolute perfection. And when we think about that like perfection idea, we think about like doing it right. No, no, that's not what that means. It means forever happiness. Mm. It means a kind of goodness that goes on forever and ever and ever, you know? And so I think that rebounds onto us now. When we think about being positive, we're positive because God has us. Yeah. That's right. A baseless positive thinking is foolishness. Yes. Like for me to, for me to, 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 you know, we were, we took the kids um, on a walk the other, the other day and we walked by this lake and there were uh, tons of alligators and it's like, we had never seen so many <laughs> tons of yeah. alligators and we saw a couple of snakes. Yeah. It was terrifying. And so we're by the, the, the water. If I jump into that water with all those alligators and and my wife is screaming, "What are you doing? You're gonna leave me here with these four kids." But if I if I jump in that water with those four alligators and I go, "No problem," positive thinking, I'll be fine, right? Like that is foolish and right. you won't be fine and stupid. You won't be fine, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Um, and so, like our absolutely, Pastor Mike, our positive thinking is not baseless. It's not foolish. Uh, it's based in the in the real person of Jesus Christ. It's based in the fact that Romans 8 tells us that he works all things together for our good. That means that in the middle of our difficulties, he is bringing good about. That's right. Like it's actually at work for us. And the scriptures tell us that our, our present afflictions are preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Yes. So literally they are at work for our good, preparing for us something even better that we can't even begin to compare it to, right? No. Mm. And so our positive thinking has absolutely has a base to it. It's not baseless. It's not foolish. Um, in fact, it is, it, is, it is absolutely what we're called to have. Uh, and we have no base for negative thinking. Right. As Christians, you have right. no base for mm. negative thinking. Right. If your That's thinking right. is, this is the end, this is, this is how my life is going to be forever, this is the worst... Game. Yeah, it's, not, it's just game. not true. Yeah. It's just not true. That's, that's right. not what we have in Jesus. Yeah. And, and of course, that's not to say in any way that like that people can't struggle right. or sure, people sure. can't go through hard times and or have bad attitudes at times. I mean, we all have that. We all go through that. Uh, that verse that you described is some of my favorite verses in the Bible, you know, the, the momentary and light affliction. It's amazing because Paul, when he writes that, he's gone through some incredible things. He's been shipwrecked, you know, twice, I believe, by this time. Yeah. Yeah. He's been beaten. He was stoned uh, at one point to be left for dead. I mean, Paul's gone through some crazy things, and he calls them, oh, these are momentary light afflictions. Momentary and light. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. what God is building in us that's going to go on forever and ever is a weight of glory, mm-hmm. you know? And so there, it's almost as if Paul sees this life as the staging ground for the next reality, you know? The life that is truly life, as the Bible says, mm-hmm. you right. know? The one that is where fullness and goodness and 
and love really truly thrive perfectly. Right now we just get foreshadowings of that mm-hmm. and glimpses of that and momentary, like it's, it seems like it's always at an arm's length away, but God is good to us and good is ahead for us. I love that. It's, it's leading well. And I'm just going to brag on Pastor Mike for a minute. So we have an organization. Please do. We, have a, <laughs> we have an organization called Grace Church. And within that organization, he's had this catchphrase that says, good is ahead. He just talked about it. You know what I love about that is that he's framing our future mm-hmm. as an organization. And so whether you're in your business, you're at home, whatever you're doing, what, what he's saying is, is we wear T-shirts that say good is ahead. <laughs> whenever we finish sermons, whenever we finish communion, whenever we finish things, we say good is ahead. There's a simplicity to where you can say good is ahead, and it's simple, it's catchy, it's helpful, it's encouraging. But there's also this complexity, and that's what they're talking about. It's the gospel. It's not just that everything's happy and we're smiley all the time, but no, no, there's a complexity in that God created everything and that there's a framework, there's there's a viewpoint and a lens through which we see. And so out of the gospel, out of the fact that God created everything, that sin entered the world, that Jesus came and died on a cross and rose on the third day for our sake, we can say good as ahead. Because not only that he paid for our sins, but that he's also coming back and that he's going to right all of the wrongs. And so that's the framework that's simple, but it's also complex. So it handles all of our issues. Like, like, like Grant was saying, we don't have to complain or be negative or, or have this mindset. No, no, we can be positive because we have Jesus. Amen. That's right. And so according to the scriptures, we can say all of your, your affliction during this time, all that COVID-19 has done to your business, what it's doing to your family, even if it does something to your health, we will one day look at this and say light and momentary. This is a light and momentary thing. And what the scriptures reveal to us is that everything you're suffering right now is actually at work for you to prepare for you an eternal weight of glory beyond Mm -hmm. all comparison. And so we have every reason in, in the world to be positive thinkers today. We have every reason in the That's world right. to believe that good is ahead. So let me read these as we close. Let me read these scriptures uh, from Revelation 21, verses 1 through 4. They're some of my favorite ones. And this is where the phrase, uh, good is ahead, uh, came from, actually. It's all about our glorification. And this is what it says. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God will be with them, and he will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. My favorite phrase in all of the Bible right there, for the old order of things has passed away. I think it's a beautiful picture of the fact that we live in the old order right now. Mm. And not everything's going to be easy. Not everything's going to be simple. We're going to go through hard times, but good is ahead for the Christian. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the podcast. We are grateful that you guys are here. So go to Apple Podcasts and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us. We'll be back with you again next Wednesday. We look forward to being with you. Pastor Mike. Pastor Clint. Pastor Grant. See you guys. Thanks, y'all. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a Grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com.